0: hey everyone welcome to good wolf radio it's jared scarlato founder and fitness coach of Thrivology in alexandria kentucky today we'll finish up our conversation on the sugar effect by talking to dr steve hannigan steve is a doctor of chiropractic he's also a certified functional nutritionist i don't know if that's technically what he would call himself but essentially what he does and how he utilizes functional nutrition is by helping his patients change nutrition habits so that they can improve their health outcomes. He, of course, tracks certain metrics to help them do so. Um, And today we're gonna talk about sugar, specifically, of course. We'll go into depth on how sugar is processed in the body a little bit, but essentially how sugar can lead to poor health outcomes when over-consumed which is the major thing that we're concerned about when it comes to sugar intake in the first place. Small amounts of sugar intake can be okay. It is when we overconsume sugar that we get in trouble. And that's something that Steve really emphasizes whenever we get into this conversation. We also talk about the neurological impact that sugar has whenever you eat it and how it causes us to crave sugar both in the brain, the brain releases dopamine in certain ways that makes us crave sugar, but also the guts plays an important role in our sugar cravings as well. So um, without further ado, here is Dr. Steve Hannigan. Um, so what's your name,
1: what you do? Oh, all right, we're getting started, Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm, my name is Steve Hannigan. I'm a chiropractor, sports chiropractic, um, have a practice in Wilder here, not too far from here, and do uh, chiropractic, do functional nutrition. nutrition, and, you know, work with a lot of athletes.
0: Uh, before we get into the nutrition part of this conversation, yes. what got you into chiropractic?
1: Ooh, sports. Uh, lots of injuries. Yeah, Lots of injuries in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't like how they were managed. Um, what do you mean by that? It was always a band aid, just a band aid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was take ibuprofen, take rest, ibuprofen, ice. rest, ice. Mm-hmm. ice. Um, what is it? There ice, was, rest, yeah, rest, rest, ice, ice compression, compression, elevation. compression, elevation. Yeah, it's totally outdated. Yeah. Um, but, elevation, uh, I can
0: get. Compression, I can
1: get. Elevation, compression. It. Yeah. Um, but and yeah, rest and ice, ice you, can, you yeah. can toss those out the window mm-hmm. most of the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, yeah, I just. No one was ever looking for the root of a problem. Um, for example, I had a shoulder injury that was a stress fracture, quote unquote, for a year. Mm-hmm. Didn't play. Um, you know, sh- struggled with it mentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, turned out to be a muscle in my deltoid. What? hmm. Yeah. Uh, after two MRIs and, you know, three specialists. And uh, it was. Hold on.
0: So you were diagnosed with the stress fracture before or after those things? Uh, uh, MRIs and such?
1: After after this mm-hmm. like, turned out on. it was my growth plate mm-hmm. mm-hmm yeah apparently they didn't really know pediatrics real well and uh, so yeah so after a year teens. of yep like I was in my teens, teens mm-hmm. uh, I want to say eighth grade mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. and I mean I was learning how to throw left-handed let's just put it that way that's yeah. how long this has been and uh, yeah turned out you know one day my dad just grabbed my arm after it wasn't getting better with physical therapy and you know medications and all that, just dug into it and I screamed a little bit while he was doing it and it was never hurt again.
0: So I i, I learned it was there was
1: we, we need to dig in and find causes of yeah. problems. No pun intended. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> none, pun intended. None. So um yeah, that was that's kind of what it what it led me to. Okay. So, and, and you know I mean that was one aspect of it and then you know I hurt my elbow pitching a bunch found out it has to do with my hip anatomy uh, I have what's called antiverted hips so I can't open my legs as much as you should as a baseball pitcher so I always threw across my body which yeah. put a lot more stress on my elbow but everyone always looked at my elbow with you know what's
0: wrong with the elbow
1: what's, what's wrong with the elbow, with the elbow? Yeah. nobody Not ever thought system. what's wrong with the system correct yeah. so I wanted That's to interesting. look at the system yeah That's That's, what I do.
0: That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Right there.
1: Yep. Um,
0: Not that all things about the body aren't interesting. Which I think leads us to the second part of this conversation, which is nutrition. So I believe you've been a uh, functional nutritionist. Mm -hmm. Anyway, what's the certification again?
1: Uh, It's an applied clinical nutrition certification I got. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So... That's maybe been for three years now? I Two think, years? Yeah, three years, I think.
1: Yeah. I think I ended up finish. Uh, it got delayed a little bit with the whole pandemic thing. I right. had like six, six hours, hours remaining on my certification right. complete. And yep. It took me like a year to do that, six yep. hours. But yeah, it's been something like that. Two, three years. Yeah, coming up on three years. So my
0: feeling is the answer will be similar. So why did you get into functional nutrition
1: um, nutrition in general? Similar. Um, a lot of that came down to, uh, I guess, twofold. Um, one, uh, just history of uh, my mom was on a lot of medications and it was always just medication. And she was having medications to treat medications. side effects of medications <clears throat> and um, th- I thought there was a better way. But then, you know, looking at, you know, the intake paperwork of my patients and I'm seeing you know they're on this medication and that medication and I knew there's a better way and started diving into it and I want to help people and you know there's these common problems out there that people are taking medications for all the time that can be corrected without medications and as that are band-aids and people can get on with their lives and improve them
0: Um, so if I like dig into that response what I hear and maybe I'm making this up so you can correct me if I'm wrong. On the chiropractic side, you got in the chiropractic because you were upset that people, that they were looking locally and not globally or mm-hmm. acting locally and not globally. And the nutrition side, I would argue that most medications are band-aids hoping for a um, a fix of a, usually a specific metric issue. Correct. Uh, for hypertension, it's a blood pressure issue for type two diabetes, it's usually A1C that they're tracking, Correct. Um, so on and so forth. So again, they're acting in a way locally, not globally. Correct. So what are your, what's your thoughts on when, on, on those words?
1: No, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's exactly what it is. It's, um, you know, the you know you get into it and you know the this doctor's not this specialist isn't talking to this specialist even though the problems overlap you know this specialist might know that uh you know when a person has this they they see this problem say you know say there's a dysbiosis and they're like oh yeah we always see these people on you know uh ssri meds for depression or whatever Mm -hmm. and but they don't communicate Mm -hmm. that hey we have this correlation here but they don't ever correlate it to the person prescribing mm-hmm. um that's one example um but yeah it's just you know and another one is i, I see people on thyroid medications and you know mm-hmm. i pull up their their lab work and they've run the most basic thyroid labs Thy- there are yeah. and they, they don't actually thyroid stimulating
0: hormone don't yeah. have any clue what the actual hormone levels are correct yep. i mean they
1: mm-hmm. didn't even run literal thyroid hormone. hormones or if they did it was just t4 and they're on this medication you know like synthroid which is a synthetic t4 which is what's producing the thyroid but not the active form Mm -hmm. well there's a bunch of steps that have to happen before that becomes even active Mm -hmm. so they're just looking at the tsh which isn't a thyroid hormone Mm -hmm. as well as the t4 Mm -hmm. which still isn't an active hormone Mm -hmm. so they really don't have they're still just
0: guessing what's going on Mm -hmm.
1: and uh i keep seeing these problems and i'm like I know there's a way to help these people, mm-hmm. and uh, somebody should. Mm-hmm. So I just started getting into it, mm-hmm. and here we are, yeah. years later, yeah. and I just uh, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love looking at it and figuring it out and taking people that feel like they're in this fatalist, fatalistic mindset, mm-hmm. that they have this problem that they can't do anything about, and helping them correct that Yeah, and improving their life
0: yeah so um i think that that's a much well that outlook's been been around for actually thousands of years but because of our westernized society that outlook has been suppressed most of the time until recently which feels like it's kind of like getting brought i don't want to see back in the mainstream yet per se but at least is getting brought back into light right the idea of Medicine. I'm sorry. Of nutrition as medicine, Mm as movement as medicine, of sleep as medicine, of stress improvement as medicine. Um, So, I do think like people like you, us, hopefully here as well, um, need to speak louder and more often to to overcome the noise of all the other things that we've heard so often, yeah, over the last. Many many decades where the idea of medication to improve outcomes has been the main correct leader. I
1: mm-hmm. think it's been the search for the magic pill.
0: There isn't one. The continuous search, continuous. There won't be one <laughs> <Anytime> so <soon. laughs> um, So that. Mm, potentially leads us to our main topic of conversation which we can jump anywhere we really need to if that's the case absolutely Um, sugar so in your practicing of medicine of late uh, nutritional medicine if you will Mm -hmm. of late have you found any correlation or have you seen any significant changes in outcomes for people when it in regards to Uh, consumption or reduction of sugar
1: oh absolutely Mm -hmm. I mean I mean blood sugar is one of the top three main issues I see in my nutrition patients so Mm -hmm. um, or blood sugar control Uh, Mm -hmm. so yeah uh, controlling and getting sugar under control for them Mm -hmm. both um, what they're eating, well, and drinking, um, mm-hmm. which is just a, a major part of that. Mm-hmm. But um, getting that under control is is a major factor in mm-hmm. um, these people getting better and in and improving their life and their mm-hmm. overall health.
0: And where do you see most of those like uh, most of those sugar intake items? Like where do those mostly come from?
1: Um, I mean, a lot of stuff from uh, you know the coffee shops mm-hmm. uh, they're you know this much coffee and mm-hmm. you know this <laughs> much coffee m- with your sugar. milk and you know yeah f- f- you know 100 grams of sugar in mm-hmm. some of them mm-hmm. and um, a lot of it comes there uh, that's probably the majority of it you know mm-hmm. if you get into athletes you're talking about sports drinks mm-hmm. um, they just hammer them and in, mm-hmm. in energy drinks in, in younger kids mm-hmm. that's the majority of it, uh, but you know, there's still I still see a lot of it in mm-hmm. everyday in everyday foods. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people think they're eating healthy, and um, you know, they're getting a, a sandwich which is loaded with sugar and heavily refined carbs. Mm-hmm. So,
0: well, and even the bread, which is interesting, yes. like the bread itself has sugar. Not all not all breads, to be sure, but a lot of breads, most mainstream bread. yeah, have added sugar in them. Yes. Most literally sugar Mm -hmm. added to them
1: Mm -hmm. to enhance the flavor. Correct. On top of the fact that it's highly fried white flour, mm -hmm. which is essentially sugar Mm -hmm. when it hits your bloodstream. Mm -hmm. At that point. Yes.
0: (laughs) Um, so what, uh, what does sugar do when it hits the bloodstream per se?
1: Ooh. So when the blood sugar, when sugar hits the bloodstream, um, this is where it starts to, to vary a little bit based on type of sugar, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll just we'll, we'll mm-hmm. jump sucrose, around. Sucrose, sugar, um, which is table sugar, um, and what's most commonly used is just straight sugar. Yeah, It hits the bloodstream, so our glucose level in our, in our bloodstream rises. Uh, once it starts to hit a certain point, insulin is secreted from the pancreas. Insulin's job is to, it's kind of a key, I don't know it's like the key it opens up the muscles the liver um uh, fat cells and what am i forgetting muscles liver anyway, anyway opens up cells, all those cells in general right mm-hmm. Starts shoving uh glucose mm-hmm. which is the main energy source of our of our body well becomes the main energy mm-hmm. source um, into those tissues and once pretty much once our skeletal muscle, our liver, um, and the majority of our cells are full, those are the primary sources, but then it starts shoving it into uh, fat cells. Mm -hmm. So, and really the higher that blood sugar spikes, the more it's gonna do that. And, you know, at that point, that sugar then, I guess, converted into the main source of energy in the cell, ATP, Mm -hmm. uh, and it goes from there. So, now the liver, Processes it and stores it as glycogen um, to be re- released later for released shorter later. term, mm-hmm. uh, short short-term. fast fasting times. Yes, short term star- storage yeah. between mm-hmm. meals, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, and then obviously fat is is long term storage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the liver as it fills up, it starts packaging it as triglycerides and that type of stuff, and then that goes out to other cells and it becomes. Uh, Fats, so cholesterols, etc. So that's that's kind of the the main thing now. And then once the blood sugar returns back to quote unquote normal baseline, baseline, mm-hmm. um, you know the insulin production stops should stop. Mm-hmm. Actually, I should say mm-hmm. um, in normal circumstances, in, in healthy circumstances, mm-hmm. uh, it'll turn off mm-hmm. and we'll go down to resting. And then until we eat again, it the the liver will continuously release glycogen at its specified rates to maintain a blood sugar roughly in the 80 to 100 range. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where it goes until it runs out of glycogen and then again depending on in a healthy person it would start to pull from fat Mm -hmm. to then uh, raise our or maintain our blood sugar if there's a longer period of fasting. Right.
0: And that process is gluconeogenesis? Gluconeogenesis. Yes. Yes. Um, so, what happens then? So, what I hear is uh, glucose enters the blood. Uh, it is then shuttled to cells of the body. Um, the, the liver is one of those, one of the main storage sites for, for glycogen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the muscles are the other main storage site right. for glycogen. Um, what happens when those storage sites become overpopulated
1: ah when they become overpopulated well like uh, you start to get like for example you start to get fatty liver in mm-hmm. the liver uh, when it's, how does that happen well um, it starts to happen I mean essentially it's overloaded the process is overloaded and it starts depositing excess fat and mm-hmm. triglycerides just into the liver tissue mm-hmm. and you start to get You know, starts getting nasally. But aren't
0: triglycerides? And I'm poking. I'm poking. Yes. um, Aren't fats fatty? Don't fats cause triglycerides to rise?
1: Not as much as blood sugar. Why? Uh, Because it has to do with how it's processed Mm -hmm. um, in the liver. Mm -hmm. Triglycerides are transport mechanisms, Um, Mm -hmm. and when you eat fat it's broken down and the way the chemical structure is you're not creating as many triglycerides as you are when you have a a high blood sugar spike because mm-hmm. you're not getting that insulin release or much lower insulin release with fat, fat increase mm-hmm. or fat intake yes mm-hmm. so um so they don't i mean it's it's typically blood sugar issues that are shoot up our triglycerides Mm -hmm. way more than Mm -hmm. consuming fat. Interesting. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, so if the liver is packed with glycogen, the muscles are packed with glycogen, there's nowhere for glycogen to be packed, triglyceride levels start to rise, fatty levels start to increase in the liver. What happens when fatty levels get to a certain point?
1: Uh, you mean in the liver? Yep. In the liver, sorry. I mean, you start getting, uh non-fatty liver uh, cirrhosis mm-hmm. i mean it's you get disease it mm-hmm. starts to kill it just mm-hmm. similar to alcohol mm-hmm. or you know hepatitis mm-hmm. it's it, it starts to kill it and your your liver enzymes are going to go up your function is going to go down you're going to start to feel like crap mm-hmm. um and from there it just steamrolls. Mm-hmm. you know uh, quality of life is starting to go down you're going to see um energy problems, you're gonna see mm-hmm. hormone problems, you're gonna see all kinds of issues in the body mm-hmm. at that point. Um, but but mostly, yeah, it's, it's similar, it's a cirrhosis, mm-hmm. essentially.
0: So that's, it's, that's glucose. So there are, uh, glucose is a monosaccharide. Mm-hmm. Um, the other main monosaccharide that we ingest is fructose. Correct what are your thoughts about fructose
1: so fructose is processed unlike glucose which can go into the bloodstream Mm -hmm. and therefore be pushed into cells immediately Mm -hmm. it has to go through the liver first Mm -hmm. to be processed um so therefore it's got a it's slower to raise the blood sugar Mm um you know it it, it acts differently in the body. Mm-hmm. It, obviously, it's going to load the liver a little bit because mm-hmm. once again, it has to do something. Um, you know, and when in terms of fruit sugar, where it's it's natural, it's 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 got fiber with it. It's got yeah. other nutrients in low in low levels. I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you start getting into super high concentrations, mm-hmm. um, it, it starts to put it, it puts a lot more load Stress on it. You end up liver. with. Mm-hmm increased fatty liver disease. Mm-hmm. So, that's it's but it's still sugar. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I say that uh, not fruit, but fruit juices are one of the most dangerous. Oh, absolutely. Drinks out there.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. App- apple juice has more sugar per ounce than a Coca-Cola. Mhm. Mhm.
0: And as the argument goes, and you said it Mm-hmm. But you clarified that apple juice has natural sugar in it. It's right from apples. Well, the Coke sugar is from sugar cane, mm-hmm. which is a natural thing, very natural. Mm-hmm. So, but you clarified that when you when you have it with fruit it comes with fiber it comes with other micronutrients all of that stuff has a big impact on how it's absorbed Correct. how it's digested all of that um but when you strip it of those nutrients and of that fiber mm-hmm. that changes drastically
1: oh absolutely i mean it's highly processed at that mm. point um you've extracted something mm. um You know, same thing with uh, crystalline sugar from a sugar beet or sugar cane, it's extracted. Mm -hmm. It's now a crystallized form, I mean, it's, I mean, uh, I'm sure you've heard it compared to extracting cocaine from the cocoa leaf. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, the cocoa leaf itself is not a problem, Mm -hmm. but you extract the cocaine in an isolate and it becomes very dangerous Mm -hmm. and it's not apples to apples, but you, you, it's not far off it's not far off mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not far off it's not far off at all mm-hmm. and very addictive mm-hmm. just the same way so um i i think because of that i mean liquid drinks with high amounts of sugar are very dangerous including mm-hmm. fruit juice i mean you could i mean obviously i'm being facetious but you could take a coca-cola throw a vitamin c tablet in it and It'd be orange juice. It's orange juice <laughs> or apple juice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, because yeah. uh, everyone Once makes the claim really, like, oh, there's really vitamin C in just there. Right. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. not, it's not too far off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's not much left mm-hmm. in juice other than sugar mm-hmm. and a couple water-soluble vitamins, which...
0: But when the, but when the juice is processed... Mm-hmm. The vitamin C then is put back into the juice. Oftentimes, yes. Yes. Because most... Of the part of vitamin C is put back in. Part of vitamin C.
1: Ascorbic acid yes. is put back in. Now, Which means... It's a part of the vitamin C complex. There's multiple portions to the vitamin C complex. And the ascorbic acid is just the aspect that they've isolated out. And we've called
0: vitamin, vitamin C. C. Yeah. Uh, so when I eat an orange... Mm-hmm. I'm getting all... I'm getting vitamin C. Yes. The complex. Correct. When I drink orange juice that has been fortified with vitamin C, I'm drinking a abscor- b s abscorbic acid. acid. Yeah. I always have trouble with that word. <laughs> That's a toffee. Abscorbic acid, which is a piece of the vitamin C complex. Correct. And how does... How is that beneficial for the body?
1: So the main reason why or we...
0: what's what's the difference between how the complex works and how the just the ascorbic acid
1: so works. the main focus of vitamin c or ascorbic mm. acid mm. is scurvy that was the main mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. um they figured it out way good back good old pirates days good old pirates days they figured out if they sucked <laughs> on a lemon or a lime oh, yeah. or whatever they could avoid scurvy so um that's the main thing that's why they've isolated they figured it out by extracting it which mm. the exact part that needs to fix that problem we mm. call it vitamin C. Um, now because you're only having part of it, you're not getting the full benefit of vitamin C mm. um, So it's really you know as much as everyone loves vitamin C for all kinds of purposes immune boost, mm. everything it's better in the full whole food mm. whole food complex. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just gotcha thing. When you start breaking it down, when you take a piece of any nutrient and you spike it in the body, mm-hmm. it requires other nutrients to process it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you have the whole complex, the body's able to process it without mm-hmm. taking a load on uh, another nutrient mm-hmm. or, or process in the body.
0: Yeah, you can become deficient in other nutrients just by giving yourself a certain nutrient, right? Correct. So you, yes, you take if we're using vitamin c as the example if you take vitamin c um and you need vitamin c is a water-soluble vitamin so you can essentially get rid of whatever you don't use but you need something else to process it say this is just an example vitamin b6 yeah um, you can become deficient in vitamin b6 because you're shoving vitamin c down your throat correct yes and you're not getting vitamin b6 with the
1: food correct yeah there's nothing to support that yeah and uh, oftentimes we find these vitamins in nature Mm -hmm. they come with their complex Mm -hmm. um, that allows our body to properly Mm -hmm. to use them without creating a major problem Mm -hmm. I guess I shouldn't say a major problem but a some sort of deficiency or using up something else Mm -hmm. so that's kind of the that's the difference between a synthetic Ascorbic acid and the whole food version. Mm-hmm. In short. In short. <laughs> if we were gonna be short and to the point, that would
0: be shortened to the point. Yes. Fair. So now that we have a basic understanding of what happens in the body when you have when you ingest sugar, mm-hmm. sugar in general, but especially when you excessively ingest sugar. Uh, well let me ask you this question before we get to that. Sure. From a neurological standpoint, Mm -hmm. what impact does sugar have?
1: Sugar is a highly addictive substance in the body. I know Um, we made a little
0: bit of a reference to it, comparing it to cocaine, but let's dig into that. Go back to that, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's kind of There are some studies that have shown it's as addictive or more addictive Mm -hmm. than cocaine in Mm -hmm. the brain. it attaches uh, to receptors in the brain similar Mm. to cocaine that Mm -hmm. gives a significant dopamine response I mean it is it's addictive Mm -hmm. Um, and not to mention you know it has a major impact on the gut which when you eat a lot of sugar that creates a a, uh, feedback to the brain as well Mm -hmm. Um, without going down completely down a rabbit hole the gut is basically the second brain of the body mm-hmm. and the nutrients, not the nutrients, the uh, bacteria um, mm. actually produce more neurotransmitters in our gut than in our brain. Mm. So they can impact our uh, cravings, addictions, etc. Mm. which is part of the reason why when you start to come off of sugar and its addictiveness mm. is partially because the bacteria that are living in our gut based on that high sugar diet mm start to produce hormones that make you crave it So because they're starting to die or Uh they're they're becoming stressed. So their stress response is to influence your brain to eat more sugar.
0: Intriguing. Yes. So what you're telling me, uh, so my gut instinct tells me. Nice. (laughs) 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 Well played. Uh, Well played. I had to do it. Um, So, my gut instinct tells me that you're saying that when you have sugar, your gut will form to the sugar, will uh, adapt to the sugar by creating enzymes, not enzymes, creating transmitters, Mm -hmm. neurotransmitters that um, crave the sugar, which neurotransmitters are neurological transmitters. They transmit neurological signals, so they're... Literally telling your brain, "Here's what I want."
1: Yes. (laughs) Exactly, and uh, that's why there's you get those significant cravings as Mm -hmm. you start to come off of it is, and both your own Mm -hmm. a because it affects your own brain, but Mm -hmm. then these these little guys down in your gut Mm -hmm. are also fighting for their and Mm -hmm. create a a Mm -hmm. lot of cravings, which makes that initial period of coming off sugar very Mm -hmm. tough. Mm Um, and, you know, even some of those, you know, that's the first stage. And then as you even go further and they do start to die off, some of them start to give off toxins, which make Mm -hmm. you feel like crap. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and so yeah, that could, you know, part of that is without going all the way into Mm -hmm. keto, but that's Mm -hmm. where like some of the keto flu comes from and that type of stuff is Mm -hmm. these toxins being given off by these bacteria that are dying and producing stuff Mm -hmm.
0: um so Mm -hmm. we want to reduce our risk of developing non-alcoholic fatty liver disease Mm -hmm. we want to not become addicted to sugar we don't want our brains to want sugar we want our stomach our gut microbiome to be healthy Mm -hmm. um if we are in that state Currently, Mm -hmm. what are some strategies you've seen be successful to start to wean?
1: Um, So, some strategies. It kind of depends on where everyone is. You have everyone who is has a significant problem where they they're just constantly having to eat because they're they're eating so much sugar. Their blood sugar is just doing one of these. Um, Those people need to a exercise. Exercise is key to a lot of this, um, weight training even even more important um, because it helps to start level that insulin response and creates more level blood sugar. Um, we need to, I always start with sugary drinks, first place I start, um, easiest place to start. Um, there's lots of alternatives. To add to water. A lot of people, a lot of those people tell me, I hate water. Cool, let's figure that out. Um, What are some alternatives? You know, you can do, I mean, everything from, you know, you can do slices of lemon, you can do essential oils to flavor it. Um, Those are my go to, probably two favorite. I like to avoid artificial sweeteners. Um, That's a whole other caveat, but they do have negative impact on what we're trying to correct which would be our blood sugar and our addiction to sugar so um, i try to avoid those there's also <laughs>
0: john always making noise back there that girl is it's cool. <laughs> uh
1: you know and then even like the the bubbly waters you know carbonated carbonated mm-hmm. waters uh because mm-hmm. that gets you a couple things um you know you get the the mouth feel of a mm-hmm. carbonated, carbonated beverage mm-hmm. um they're fun, you know. They're different flavors, mm-hmm. um, and but they're still water, mm-hmm. and so that gives that person a different experience and might be similar, especially if they're drinking soft drinks. Soft drink, yeah. Um, you know, getting into uh, sometimes herbal teas are, are another one since mm-hmm. there's no caffeine load on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the those are the main. Uh, things I use I try to I try to avoid all the, the to recommend synthetic things mm-hmm. like with all those artificial sweeteners yeah mm-hmm. like I said. so mm-hmm. um, those are the main things to uh, start getting out of liquid mm-hmm. um, the other thing is um, I have people look up um, both glycemic index and glycemic load and mm-hmm. I tell them I, you don't need to fully understand it mm-hmm. That's another I, podcast. And another yes, cell. that's his own thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I like them to just, I say, go look at the list mm-hmm. and just familiar, just lightly familiarize yourself with the mm-hmm. list, the list and, and, you know, see what fruits and what sugars are way at the top. Mm-hmm. What fruits and sugars are way at the bottom. See what ones are familiar to you. Mm-hmm. And then that way, when you do go make a choice later, you know, if you're making a smoothie or picking up a fruit at the grocery store, you can say, I'm gonna pick that one instead of that one because mm-hmm. it has less sugar, essentially. A mm-hmm. load. It's it's mm-hmm. yeah. It's gonna not increase your blood sugar mm-hmm. the most. Um, so that's where I, I, I try to educate people in that mm-hmm. way. Uh, and then you know nutrition labels. Just mm-hmm. look on the back mm-hmm. for added sugars. But then you know I also try to educate them on all the hidden sugars, uh, that are in there mm-hmm. so that they can read through it and scan, scan the ingredients list. If they, you know, and we're doing this in stages, you sure, can, this is not you can't, you can't just
0: sit down and do it. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Drinking from a fire hose otherwise. Mm-hmm. So, um, just start working, working towards that thing and, uh, you know, try to get them out of, uh. Processed flours mm-hmm. Start, you know, walking it back from there. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we could do this, uh, you know, for lunch instead of this, and, mm-hmm. and that type of thing. Just trying to get rid of, you know, so many people have refined, refined flour mm-hmm. in the morning, refined flour for lunch, mm-hmm. and refined flour for dinner, and they, they don't. Will, they go in the morning, sandwich at lunch, and pasta at night, mm-hmm. and they have no idea that they're literally, well, not literally, but mm-hmm. basically eating sugar all day long. Mm-hmm. So. Just try to educate those and try to pull back on those things a little bit at a time. And as they realize that, they can look for alternatives. Mm-hmm. So I think that answered the question. <laughs> kind of forget what the question was, though. Yeah.
0: Well, no. <laughs> I think that got us where we were trying to go. All right. Um,
1: tell us where you are again, and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. Yeah. No, um, yeah, well, my office is right down the road. Uh, maybe what, 15 minutes from here mm-hmm. in Wilder. Uh, we're all just right outside of Cincinnati. So, uh, it's performance chiropractic, um, right What's up- website, uh, nkychiropractor.com. I was very, very impressed that you got that website,
0: that domain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that, not that, I mean, there's just so many, there's so many chiropractors everywhere to be sure, but to grab nkychiropractor.com is pretty impressive
1: yeah and I didn't God, I didn't grab that until a few years into practice so, yeah but I don't know
0: that you were the first one
1: you got it surprisingly when I started in 2011 I think there was one other person who had a website hmm so you know <laughs> <laughs> hey, which was interesting good on you yep so uh, um, any
0: Facebooks or Instagrams that you do regularly anything like
1: that? Uh, we do Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. uh, I believe we're both at NKY chiropractor is our sample on there. So, um, yeah, I don't think we do anything else right now. Yeah, that's it. All
0: right, brother, well, I appreciate you. I know a lot of our members appreciate you as well. You do a lot of good work for... So many of them. I feel like every time I go, there's somebody there that... <laughs> <laughs> that's Generally, there's someone there. Which somebody. I always go, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Like, uh, should we be... Uh, no,
1: no, 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 no. No, no, no. It's, it's always, a good thing.
0: Well, I always say training brings out issues. Training does not... Good quality training, I'll say, usually yes. brings out issues. They don't. It doesn't cause issues.
1: Correct. And Crappy
0: training can easily cause issues.
1: Oh, yeah. And, yeah, the issues of... Most of, almost everybody, I would say, coming down. It's not some major issue that right. was from they some major. Yeah. It's just right. you know a combination of. Uh, a lot of them are. Not from here, but their everyday life. Yeah. So. But. Training Movement. training is better than not training. Movement. All yes. Yeah. Movement. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that can be another conversation we can have.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. Every movement counts.
0: It all does. <laughs> as your, uh, as yours. I think your uh, wall says "Every movement matters." I think is the thing on the, the yes. sticker on your front door. Yeah, every, every movement, movement matters. matters. Yeah. So, I agree. Yes. That's all right, brother. Yes, sir. Appreciate I'll you. Always. Until next time.
1: Absolutely.